So when you read the title of this episode, did certain memories pop back in your head and bring back that pain again? These, my friend, are the memories we're going to talk about and change. I don't want to just talk about the hard stuff. I want to help you walk through it. And if there's anything you can do to change or improve the hard stuff, I'm here to share that too. Your painful memories seem to be the ones that get played in your head more than anything else during grief, and it will take you to the pit. Today, let's acknowledge what those memories are, but then start changing that automatic loop so you can not just feel better, but be better. You're going to want to hear this one. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. I'm a little stopped up because I just listened to the song of the week again, and it makes me tear up every time. So if you sing it this week, it'll probably do the same thing for you. Hello to everyone listening in Romania, our spotlight country. I've started over with the countries because it's a new year, and it didn't take long Because California, you are back as the state with the most downloads this week. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 60 countries. This tells me that grief is felt throughout the world. So please know that whatever country or state you are in, you are not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there are new listeners each week. So if that's you and you hear me talk about Monica, her faith or her death, and you want some more background, just go to my website, grief2greatday.com, and click on the book tab. If you are just starting your journey, please know life is going to change. It will not always hurt like this. It's important for you to hear that often. Now, that's not to say that you'll stop missing your loved one because you never will stop missing them, but you will be able to breathe to laugh, and to live again. Today we're talking about those thoughts that keep coming in your head, even when you want them to stop. They seem to be on automatic replay, and some people call them intrusive thoughts. These are the most painful moments that get stuck in your head, draw you to focus on them, and then can put you in the pit. And when I say the pit, I mean the place where you feel intense pain from grief, And then pile on any other negative thing from your past or your present. It could be current financial struggles or even resentment from childhood experiences. 
See, when you're hurting and you're tired and you're always tired in grief, it's easy to go down the rabbit hole of pity. And that is not a judgment, but it's a reality in grief. And I lived in the pit more than I'd like to admit. So is there a memory or memories for you that brings you to your knees? It could be the phone call when you got the news or the pain and sickness your loved one had to go through, or it could be the moment your loved one died. For me, it was what Monica had to endure, the pain, her difficulty breathing, the way her body swelled, her inability to move, and all those things contrasted to the incredible faith she continued to have and share. The physical aspects of her sickness were haunting, and I played them in my head constantly. You know, I worked at the hospital, so anytime someone was on oxygen or had swelling where their body would literally weep, I couldn't stay with them long because it took me right back to watching her and it made me sick. See, what she endured contrasted with her faith, it made me angry with God. So every time my mind went to her physical symptoms, I found myself apologizing to her in my head for what she had to go through. I just kept saying, I'm so sorry, Monica. I am so sorry. I felt like her life had been hard enough before she was sick, and it seemed very unfair. From there, it was a small step to becoming angry with God yet again. I realized these thoughts were putting me in a dark place and that they opened the door to the pit, but I really felt helpless, especially in the beginning, to shut them off. The only way I could get some peace around it was by rereading my journal and acknowledging the minuscule progress I was making by thanking God for the gift of her friendship and the way my life had turned around because of it. I continued to read the Bible and pray whatever came from my heart. (laughs) And over time, I found that I was thanking God for more things, for the fact that I had a roof over my head that I had incredible friends and support, and I started to feel more blessed than broken. But it was an incredibly slow process. When you have those thoughts, you know, the ones you don't feel in control over, here are some things to help you. Now, first, you may or may not want to hear this, but you are actually in control of your thoughts. Now, that's a blessing and a curse, right? See, if you do have control, then you are no longer a victim, but then you must make a decision about staying in the pit or becoming the victor by doing something about it. And if you don't know what to do about it, that's okay. You are in the right place. When you try to change something as important as your thought life, you can't just push through and try to make those thoughts stop. Those thoughts are now on automatic pilot. So don't be surprised when they keep on popping up. You just have to replace them with other thoughts. If you want God to transform your thought life, then you have to replace those thoughts with the truth. And that only comes from the word of God. It is not what you're going to find on TikTok because the word of God is absolute truth. See, our emotions are fickle. So you can't depend on your mood or the circumstances, you know, having a good day versus a bad day for smooth sailing. If you want deep abiding peace, then you'll need to speak truth over your life. 
end those thoughts. Your word of the week is John 8, 31 through 32. And this is from the message version. Then Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him. He said, if you stick with this, living out what I tell you, you are my disciples for sure. Then you will experience for yourselves the truth and the truth will set you free. And the song for the week is probably one I've used before, but it's important that you know, that you know, that you know, that God knows your name and he understands the pain. Watch the video and sing some of these lyrics. And oh, how you comfort me. Oh, how you counsel me. It still amazes me that I am your friend. See, your God, your father, your friend, he wants the best for you. Your journey works or the work of your journey this week. Now, this is going to be a two-parter, so it's very important that you do this one. And I say this week, but do this now because on Thursday, we're going to do the second part of this. And that's where the power comes in. For now, I want you to write down three to five of those thoughts. You know, the ones that hurt you, the ones that take you to the pit, and the ones that you feel you have little control over. I know there might be more than three to five, but for now, just write those down on paper or type them in a Word or a Google Doc, the ones that are the most painful. On Thursday's episode, we're going to talk more about your thought life, and I'll be very specific on how to begin changing your thought life, because yes, you can do that. I hope you're excited about it because it's 100% true and it's not a new agey thing. It's a biblical thing. It is the truth from the word of God. It is how he made us. And I'm going to share some of the research from neurologists that confirm it. So make sure you have those things written down and join me on Thursday as we begin to rewire your brain. That's the term being used anyway. I'd like to think of it more as returning to what God intended for you to know believe, and act on. And here are some other ways to help you act and move forward. If you want to be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get the pain of grief, the priority of faith, and who encourage and support each other through the hard days, join the private Facebook group. You're going to feel welcomed and supported in a way that other people who haven't been through this cannot. If you're ready to put action behind your desire of healing. Purchase my What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop. The four steps in this workshop help guide you over four weeks to grow closer to God, even when it's hard to pray, to work towards acceptance, and to know what is normal and not normal in your healing. Don't put it off till tomorrow. Take this brave step now. This is what you need in your first year or if you feel stuck. If you don't have a church home, visit my church, opendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are, I hope you said in the show notes. <laughs> I know I say it every time, but I want you to know. In the meantime, remember who holds your future and know that you are not alone. And keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on that couch, and keep taking those steps, however small or slow, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, 
and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.